Hi, this is Andrew Bass, and this is the Performance Podcast. Clients, customers are far less interested in how a business does what it does than in what it can do for them. And this is sometimes hard for people who've grown up in businesses, professionals or technical experts or operations specialists to take into account because they find the details absorbing. But clients aren't so interested in them for the most part. That's why they're hiring someone else to handle the technicalities. This is crucial because if you can demonstrate your grasp of the value to the client in their terms, then you can offer them something they will pay you more for. And you'll really stand out compared to competitors who don't do this. This applies to all kinds of businesses. In this podcast, though, I'm going to discuss a professional services example. But you can use the same approach whatever your business. I was coaching a corporate litigator on their selling skills recently. And here's the scenario that the prospective client presented them with. The client manufactures a product which is sold around the world. But problems with the way in which it had been packed and stored had created a health and safety risk when the product was opened. The client was facing a recall and the possibility of claims on a number of grounds. Now, my coachee, I'll call her Fiona, did a great job of following the sales model that we were working with, and she spent some time exploring the client's concerns and worries and gained an understanding of the consequences of various courses of action. These consequences included the cost of recalls, cost of various forms of compensation claim, the loss of reputation in the marketplace, hassle and time lost to other better uses. Fiona had done a great job up to this point because she'd avoided a basic mistake, and one which professionals in particular are prone to, which is to rush into the details and get bogged down with questions like, well, which countries, how many units, and how much does a unit cost? These details are going to be important when planning a solution, but they are not what's really nagging on the client's mind. The motivating questions are more like, What does this scenario mean to you and your business? What are the knock-on effects on costs, opportunities, reputation? What if you do nothing about this? These questions get to the meaning, to the personal as well as the objective business significance of the situation, and that makes them highly motivating. So Fiona done a good job on this. The next step was to find out what a solution would look like. So she asked, what kind of help would you like with this? The client explained, Well, we're dealing with multiple jurisdictions and different rules apply in each case. I'd like to know the way the consequences of doing a recall differ and get some idea about the speed and hassle of the various claims procedures in different countries. At this point, prematurely as it seemed to me, Fiona decided to make a proposal. Well, why don't I put together a report to clarify the rules in each of the jurisdictions? The client replied by saying, okay, but I felt that they were hardly bowled over and I sensed a missed opportunity, so I jumped in. May I ask something for clarification? You mentioned the need to appreciate the variety of consequences, speeds of procedures and so on. Client nodded and I asked my question. What will knowing these do for your business? Why is this important? Why is this important to your business? Well, the client replied, we feel a moral responsibility to make good in all countries. But we need to plan the order in which we do this. Some countries are going to be more urgent than others because their rules are stricter or things take longer to get going. They require fuller submissions 
or they're just huge markets where we can't afford prolonged negative PR. Other places have much slower procedures, they award lower compensation and so on, and so we can leave them till later. Now I continued guessing there was a little bit more leverage still to be had. So the advantage of taking these factors into consideration would be what? Well, said the client, we can optimise our damage limitation, we can spread our cash outflows, take some calculated risks, use our time better, and make sure that we look proactive in our key markets. So now I was ready to make a proposal. Okay, so if Fiona put together a report that not only clarified the ways the jurisdictions vary, but also proposed an optimal sequence for dealing with this, taking into account the strictness of regulation, speed of proceedings, and the likely awards against the company, that would be something very useful. Oh yes, that would be excellent, said the client, and she did sound very relieved. Now, I only asked a couple more questions than my coach. Actually, I asked the same question twice, but in a gentle way. What I was saying was, so what? But that so what got us to a substantially better place, both for the client and for ourselves, because now we had an offering which was, number one, tailor-made to their business concerns, two, provided much higher value to the client, three, differentiated us from other professionals less able to identify their key issues, and fourth, demonstrating our ability to act as genuine business advisors. That's not bad for two extra questions. This process works in an individual sale, and I hope you can also see that it's a great way to think about your business in general. So what? Two very powerful words. However you ask it, finding out the so what in all kinds of interactions with customers is a great way to home in on new needs, give you a practical spur to innovation and a naturally customer-focused strategy. So next time you're talking to a client or customer, spend some more time exploring value as they see it. And I think you'll find some wonderful opportunities to develop your business. You've been listening to The Performance Podcast with me, Andrew Bass.